What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. Your other host, Reyes, is here with me as always. And we're going to do a deep dive here on our biggest mistake of this basketball season, Bobo. They came out of nowhere to us. A team that was previously unranked made it all the way to the state title game. And we got some owning up to do. We're going to do a deep dive on Bobo, talk about high points, low points of the season, even talk about some expectations for next season. Let's get into it. All right, big dog. It's good to have you back on the pod, dude. Thanks, man. I know it's been a minute. It feels really like play. I'm going to tell you, man, I hate doing podcasts without you. Now, I'm not trying to get all emotional, but I hate it. Yeah, I know. It's not super fun just because, you know, I'm just a freaking I'm just a great guy, you know? <laughs> you said you're just a great guy? I'm just a great guy. Let's just let's just say that I'm him. You're you're I'm him on the pod. Who do you think is like? I feel like it's you, honestly. But like, do you feel like you're the favorite between me and you? Oh, I don't think so. Actually, yeah, you've been you've become I, kind of like a villain this year, huh? I I took the villain role this year, which I kind of don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll be completely. I, if if I'll be completely honest with you, yeah, I don't mind the little being the villain or whatever. It's kind of nice, like I said, because it's never fun when we're just kind of agreeing with each other. Sure. Yeah, I feel you. You guys that are tuning in are for sure picking up on this. Reyes is not with me in person. I'm here in the studio all by myself, which, Reyes, you know how the studio is when you're all by yourself. It's a little bit creepy. I'm a little scared right now. It's, it's, almost, it's a little scary. It know? really is. You know, the scary lights hour. set the ambiance and everything, you know. There you go, Reyes. But, you know, Reyes like is light. sitting in his uh, apartment in Phoenix, so so we're apart but we wanted to still do this together for you guys on the podcast. Before we get into talking about Bobo, I just want you guys, I want to remind you guys about a couple things. Number one, uh, we still have a lot of you guys who are tuning into the show and you're not following us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We have picked up a lot more, but if you are listening to the show right now and you're not following the show, you're not subscribed, go on to Apple Podcasts, go on to Spotify, hit the follow, and then while you're there, give us a big rating on there. We love that. We love the feedback, and it just helps our show so much when people find it. They see that there's a lot of people tuning in, so that's great. We've got 111 reviews, which is cool. You know, it's like hey. pulling, I, There you go, right, Reyes? We got one more. Boom. Let's go. We're growing. It really is like pulling teeth to get people to write reviews. So for all of you guys who have done that, we appreciate you. But that does help our show a ton. So I just want to throw that out there. And the last thing I want to say is April 15th, the Arizona Small Ball Senior Showcase is coming, y'all. And Reyes, I mean, we have been grinding like nonstop getting ready for this getting sponsors, getting coaches, getting commitments from players, figuring out jerseys because, you know, those are sick. We got a lot of cool stuff coming with that. Man, I am so pumped for this coming, not coming weekend, but, like, April 15th is going to be live, man. It's going to be super fun. We're super excited for, like, I guess the turnout and the love that we're getting. Like I said, you know, the jerseys are going to be pretty heat. 
been really cool kind of just planning everything and setting everything up. Obviously, for you players that are going to be participating in this, you know, we obviously appreciate your love. And, you know, we're super excited. So you guys are able to showcase your talent. I think it's going to be a fun and uh, just great weekend for the kids. I just thought of this. You know, we're having a three-point competition. Reyes, what if you hopped into it, dude? And what if you won? If I won? God, I think, honestly, if I'm being completely honest with you, Jeff, I'd go a little crazy. You would, huh? You'd lose it a little bit? I'd go crazy. I'd probably be talking crap. I'd be like, y'all ain't got nothing on me. And then I would just leave the gym. <laughs> Don't even finish the rest of the event. Oh, my gosh. Don't Oh, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't even finish the event. I would just leave. Think about the flip side. What if you jumped in and you didn't make one three? Like, how embarrassing would that be, bro? God, honestly, at that point, Jeff, it is safe to say just to not end it, but you know what I mean? Like, hey. It would be like when they released uh, that video of Stephen A. Smith, like, boxing, and he looked like trash, you know? And people were like, this guy has no business talking about teams or athletics because he's so unathletic himself hey my boy played college basketball bro <laughs> uh, anyways oh, we're, we're super excited about this senior showcase coming up we have i think it's 23 of 24 kids already committed to coming to the game we're only waiting on like one i think maybe two more commitments from kids, but we got the coaches all set, so we can talk about that really quick, and then we'll hop in. Um, Coach Thompson out of Pima is going to be coaching our Jones Ford team, and then um, Coach Stuckey out of Yuma Catholic is going to be coaching our team Rosati's team. So that's going to be super fun, man. We're super excited about that senior game, and uh, yeah, just looking at the jerseys, man, I'm pumped about it. It's going to be sick. It's super cool, and you know, shout out to the sponsors, you know, for you know, sponsoring both teams would be super fun and exciting, you know. Um, both sponsors have some near and dear ties with the small ball community. So, obviously, mm. that's just kind of a huge step up for us. And, obviously, we just appreciate their love for small school basketball and wanting to help these kids out and, you know, just wanting to be part of this great event. It's super cool. It's great. We do it for the kids, you know. So, anyways, let's transition. Let's talk about Bobo, dude. Okay, this I said this in the intro, but this is, like, the biggest mistake of the season for us. Reyes, how do you feel about, like, missing so terribly on Bobo? I feel pretty bad, man, especially because not only did we not necessarily know a lot about them, but the fact that this team made it all the way to where – a lot of teams have been trying to get to. And they did that. And, you know, we slept on them. We didn't even put them in our preseason. Some people, you know, people were telling us to, but we were, like, last year we didn't see enough of it. And pretty much they told us to shut up. And, you know, it was really fun to watch the ride. And then once we were on, it was on, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, and what you said, you can't blame us for not believing in Bobo. Because last year... The 2021-2022 season, their record was 2-10. and 10. Like, they, they, they finished that's, the that's season, exactly. they finished the season yep. with the ranking number 32. And, I mean, they were, they struggled, man. I mean, they, they, their wins were against, like, San Manuel. Uh, they beat Valley Union. They played North Valley and lost 46-54. to 54. So, I mean, that was, that was better. But they were just getting drilled all over the place, man. 
And so coming into this season, I did not have high hopes for them. And for them to make it all the way to the championship game, dude, are you kidding me? This is by far, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Am I, am I crazy? This is the most improved team in Arizona small ball, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, from coming from that kind of record to what it is now, I mean, I just don't see how you don't consider them one of the most improved teams in small ball, for sure. I mean, they, they, the team made it all the way to the state championship, Jeff. Yeah, well, and not even one of the most. The most improved team. Yeah, I, I, I don't really think there's an argument for that. I'd love to hear it. I know. I mean, it's super rare that you see a team that ends their ranking in number 32 in the season and just gets two overall wins in the season. And obviously that is not counting tournament play. Most of their wins were in tournament play. Uh, Three of their wins were in tournament play. But, like, you don't see that. Where they turn around and make it all the way to the championship game. Here's who we had ranked ahead of them in our preseason top ten. Okay, we had Lincoln Prep ahead of Babo. We had Cicero. I know we had Cicero ahead of Babo. We had Salome. Shout out to the Frogs ahead of Babo. The Gregory School Hayden, and then we had Sequoia Charter ranked in front of Babo. I mean, so we were way um, off in that, and I mean, it's a huge shout out and testament to this team because of of what they were able to accomplish this year. And I don't know how many games of Bobo you got to watch, but my favorite thing about watching Bobo is this group was just winners. They were not the most athletic kids. These kids were super undersized in almost every game that they played. Uh, not even as athletic as some of the teams that they played, a lot of the teams that they played, but they just willed themselves to win. It's very similar to like a monument. This is the Monument Valley of the 1A. It literally is. And, I mean, they they just they did a really great job as far as their mindset and their mental toughness. And, I mean, that's one of the best things that you want in your team as a coach, you know, mental toughness and that will to win. Absolutely, man. And it is a real testament to them, you know, Anton and all them, you know, just kind of, staying together, staying with it. You know, you didn't have the great season that you wanted, but, you know, you kind of rock it out. And, I mean, look where it took you, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful story at the end of the day. And, man, I just – this episode's going to be really fun and interesting just because you look at who they've played and what it kind of took to get to the championship game. And, obviously, you know, they didn't play. They probably wanted to against North Valley. But, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. And so I'm just really excited to kind of deep dive onto this team. Yeah, jump and, into the ocean. No, for well, I like that. Jump into the ocean. Hop on in. The water's fine. <laughs> You're so silly, um, dude. You're so silly, dude. But no, like for real. And and even just, I want to say this last thing about last season moving into this season. Then we'll we'll move on from that and stop talking about it. Devin Antone didn't play last season, and I think he missed the season because of an injury or something. So he misses a sophomore year. They only win two games as far as PowerPoint player concerned. And then if you look at their roster this yep. year compared to last year, they have eight new kids on the roster. So th- there's, a, there's a lot of new kids on the roster compared to last season. And they had and one of those kids is Devin. And Devin was a stud. He was their best player. He was their electric guard who would defend and he could get into the lane and stuff. So, I mean, them making that big jump – 
And going from number 32 to one of like the, the second best or state runner up is a testament to all of those factors all kind of together. Now you wanted to talk a little bit about their road to the to the championship. What are your thoughts about who they had to play to make it to the championship? Because this season, they end their season eleven and one overall. That is excluding tournament play. But let's talk about who they had to go through, dude. It was pretty fun. It's re- it's really fun, honestly. And like more importantly, like their test wasn't really until they played Hayden, and that was in the Boyd Baker tournament. You know, they beat them by three. You know, they go on the Steamroll Duncan, Steamroll San Manuel. They take care of San Carlos. Desert Christian was actually a little bit closer one. And, like, a super quick shout-out to Desert Christian. Oh, you know, wait, wait, wait. You're talking about, like, wrong. just all these things in the season. I was talking about just the playoffs. Oh, no. I'm talking about, like, some of the teams that they were able to play against. Okay, um, I got you. So, I mean, okay, fun. cool. So, what did you like think said, of all those games? What do you think is the high point of the season for them? Like, like really good point. A really good point is probably winning the 1A regional tournament. And taking down St. David not only once, but then meeting them again and staying and taking care of business. Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. I thought that a high point in the season for them was winning that regional tournament leading into the playoffs. That was huge, especially because they had previously lost to St. David um, at home forty nine to fifty one. They come back and win fifty one to forty three with a little bit more of a gap. I thought that that really got, kind of got them going for the playoffs and they were playing with a lot of confidence. Oh, absolutely. And I think, because, I mean, you look at some of the teams that they did beat. You know, they, they beat a Rock Point, they beat a Hayden, but those were kind of expected. No disrespect, but that was just kind of what was expected. And especially, honestly, I became a believer probably after that uh, Central Arizona Holiday Basketball Tournament. Um, throughout December, I was kind of like, early December, I was like, I don't really know, like, I just got to see a little bit more because besides that, besides that Hayden when I think Desert Christian was probably their most like impressive win to me by at that point of the season. And then you know they they beat they beat a graduate school by two, which at that point I think Vince Edwards was out or he was back. I'm not 100 percent sure. Sure. Then they lose to St. David, but then like I said, just to kind of bounce back in that region play, win it, go on the road, you know two places at home and take care of business on the Finlay Toyota Center and then ultimately obviously make it to the championship. Um, it's super interesting to say the least. I would love to actually have Bobo coach on just to kind of see like what their, obviously their mindset was to get to the championship game sure. and their path. But I, I don't know. I just wanted to know if there's anything like behind the scenes that we probably missed or like, I don't know what, what the turning point was. Was it just Anton's that group of core guys that they had? And they just made that shift. Like I'm just curious, like what exactly was that jump for them? Yeah, no, I get that. I feel like I feel like a low point for the season for them was their championship game, their loss against North Valley. They yeah. they did not play good in that game, and it was much more of a testament to North Valley and their defense, and and really their defensive schemes and how they defend specific scenarios that Bobble tries to set up. And mm. I, I just think that was a low point in the season. And I think the teams that they played did not really set them up for success in that championship game. I mean, they played a Flagstaff and a Vista Grand, a Vista Grand and Marcos Denisa, which is great, you know. But other than that, the other, the only other bigger school that they played was St. Augustine. You know, like, uh, I, I mean, 
I just yeah. and they did play against St. David, who is like one of the top teams, you know. But I just think that they could have. I would have loved to see them play some bigger schools. I think that would have helped them in this championship game because thinking back to this championship game, one of the biggest things that Bobble struggled with was running their ball screen offense. It was hard for them, man. And I had watched. I've watched Bobble play this season probably like four times before the championship. And they were able, in their offense, they'd get, like, dribble drive and misdirection based off of on-ball screens. And Antone would come off yeah. or one of the guards would come off and they'd either turn the corner or they'd find, like, a seam and kick out. And then they were able to get into the dribble drive through that. North Valley guards ball screens different than anybody else that they played against. They hedge super hard and then they recover. And that really caused some turnovers, and it really disrupted their offense. It was just evident that they weren't ready for that. So, I mean, it's funny. It's almost like when we ran some of our sets with, like, a ball screen, and our guards weren't great at, like, hedging and recovering. Like, they just weren't ready for that. And we just said, okay, yeah, no, no sure. on-ball screen. Just just go. You know what I mean? And it just mm -hmm. – they, they really struggle with that. So, I mean, I thought that was a low point. In that game, they did get some good stuff in transition – and, I mean, they, they definitely competed like they do, but they struggled to rebound the ball against North Valley. I mean, they just – they had a really hard time. So it was a bad showing from Bobo, and it was, a, it was a really rough way to end – a really good season. I mean, honestly, an amazing season for them. And, I mean, if we're being honest, they might have been more of a Cinderella team. You know what I'm saying? I mean, thinking about where they came from. Yeah, no, I hear you. And, I mean, that's just a huge, just, I mean, it's just kind of crazy to say, this is kind of, it's just crazy to say, like, where we thought they were at and where they were and where they went. So, I mean, hats off to them, man. I Would you consider this a Cinderella story? I mean, yeah, on paper it would be. I mean, you go from such a, you know, like a bad team to, I mean, let's put it into perspective, right? Um, Mm-hmm. Imagine we make it to the championship game next season. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, that's a that's a Cinderella. That'd be like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Some gridiron action or what? I know, dude. So I mean, yeah, I think that this is a Cinderella story. Um, but anyways, I just, I thought that was a low point in their season, and I think a key for them moving forward is they're going to have to look how to they're going to have to look at how to find ways to to really play offense against the pick and roll in a different way you know like they're just going to have to get reps sure. against that because i mean obviously their goal is going to be to get close to back to that scenario it's going to be really difficult for them with what they're losing but that's mm -hmm. going to be their goal and I just think that they're going to need to grow in that area. You know, that's like a glaring thing. And sometimes you don't see that that's a notice that's a glaring thing until it's right in front of your face. You're like, oh, shoot, like we're struggling with this, you know. And I thought that was pretty mm -hmm. evident. Uh, kids mm -hmm. that they're obviously returning that are going to be huge impact players is, I mean, the, the number one kid is uh, Devin Antone. Okay. What, what are your thoughts on Devin Antone? I think he really not as shook up the small ball world. But he put everybody on game. He put everybody on notice. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here. I'm arguably one of the best small ball players, you yeah. know, in small ball Arizona. And I think 
he just made his name well known. I think that obviously helps him. It put off and helps us put him on the map. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm pretty sure, like for his region, I'm pretty sure teams knew about him. They game plan for him, but we didn't know. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. You know, we didn't really know anything about him until this season. And now that we're on game, and now that we actually know what what he's capable of doing, how he leads, how he, you know, just kind of helps get his team to win games. You know I mean, he's a winner at the end of the day. And so I right. think for him, I mean, there's there's really only an upside I can see. Honestly, with him, I think this, not that the sky's the limit. I don't want to sound cliche, but I mean, you know, the, the kids in balling, they had a really great season this year. Yeah, my biggest thing for, I mean, and this just shows as to like how competitive he was. He averaged 10 rebounds per game. That was the most rebound on his whole team. Hmm. And he is not the tallest kid on their team. Their tallest kid, I'm not going to laugh when I say this kid's name. I've I've been practicing this. Um, but their big is Bozo. That's his. I'm sorry. That's his last name. Um, <laughs> it's not even that funny, dude. I know. Archon but... Bozo. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm dude? sorry. My bad. Grow up. My bad, dude. That's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. I need to it's practice cool. my. Uh, I need to practice keeping a straight face. Um, did I tell you that I got recruited to to be in a skit? Mm-hmm. Did I tell you what part I'm going to play? What part are you going to play, Lou? I got recruited to be Jesus in a play at church. Oh, you're kidding. I'm not kidding, dude. I don't believe you right now. I'm being honest with you, champ. Good Friday service. I have to walk up, and they're going to play this really dramatic music, and I have to make facial expressions to the music. And I need to practice mm-hmm. keeping a straight face because I'm gonna try not to laugh, dude. Like I can't mess that up. I'm I'm playing like JC. You know what I mean? I can't do that. Can't be having that, huh? I can't, man. So yeah, I'm gonna get crucified and everything, dude. You should come. <laughs> I'll be there, man. You know that. I'm not kidding. I, I, I know you think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm gonna play Jesus in the play. I really do think you're kidding, and. I'm going to go ahead and say I'll, I'll be there, but I don't know for whatever reason. I'm just not buying into it, dude. I think you just pull my hair. Can I can I Whoa, say something five. that's going to sound arrogant? Um, this is not my first time playing Please Jesus do. in a play. So you've been a Mexican Jesus before. I've been Jesus like three times in my life. Are you sure you weren't Jesus? <laughs> no, I was Jesus. So anyways, the, sure? the whole reason I said that is because I need to work on keeping a straight face and not laughing. It was not a good start with Bozo. Um, oh, gosh, this is tough. Um, God, that was a terrible start. That's where you're starting. Oh, my God. I know, dude. I know. So anyways, Bozo was their big, and he was averaging 6.4 rebounds per game. I feel like when a guard is rebounding, it's a really good sign, and it shows competitiveness. It shows a will to win, and that's Antone. So what I'm looking for him is I think he's, he was averaging 16 and 10 by the end of the season and 3.4 assists per game. Five steals per game, though, dude. That's tough. I'm looking for him to score a little bit more. He's going to have to score because they're going to lose Manuel, who was averaging 9.4 points per game. Uh, they're going to lose Bozo, who is averaging 10 points per game and six rebounds per game. And then they'll lose Baptisto, 
uh, three points per game and two rebounds. So he's going to need to score some more, and he's still going to have to rebound a lot. That's just – I think that – Baba Kavari, do you think that's asking too much of that one kid? I mean, these other kids are going to have to step up, dude, next season. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a handful for sure. I think, I guess I got a hot seat question for you. Next year for our preseason top 10, is Baba a top four, top five team with what they're losing? Is Babo a top four, top five team with what they're losing? Um, that's, a, that's a good hot seat question. I Just in case you guys didn't hear that because I did play that that audio. Uh, Reyes asked me, is Babo a top four, top five team with everything that they're losing next season? I would put them, I would put them as top five. Yeah, I'd put them as top five. Top five? Yeah. And but I do that a little bit hesitant because even though Bozo didn't average a ton of points, he was a big presence inside for them. I think he was like six three, six four or something, and he's he's gone. So they're gonna have some things to definitely work through and sort out. But I honestly think like watching these kids play, especially like those underclassmen, these kids are just winners. Like they will to win, and I mean they're not gonna be the most talented kids, but I mean they're just. They're tough like that. Which of these kids, I'm looking at them, um, let's see here. I mean, honestly. Are they built different or what? You what? Are they built different, Lou? They're just built different, dude. You know how it is. I think think a, a kid that I have big expectations for next season is Ashton Antone. I'm assuming the brother of Devin Antone. Um, they're the same year. The three, you know, you know there's three Antones? Yeah, I see that. There's three Antones. So I guess all of the Antones I have high expectations for, but especially Ashen. He averaged 10 and 3 um, and two steals per game. He's going to have to step up a little bit, which I know he can. And then Meese also. I mean, they returned Meese, who averaged 10 points per game, three rebounds, two assists, and two steals. So I like Meese moving forward. He's going to be really good. And, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, there's also... I mean, there's also these other underclassmen that are coming up into being upperclassmen or juniors that are going to be seniors that maybe didn't average much at all, but they're going to need to take a big step in order for them to be competitive. Hey, you want to know a fun fact? What? There's a possibility. I don't know how much of a possibility, but there's a possibility I could be related to Anto. Shut up. Swear it in, I messing around. Yeah, but you guys say that like everybody is related on the res. Is that true? No, catch this. Ready? You ready for this, dude? Go ahead. What do you got? My mother, my mother's maiden name, last name is Anton. So these are just your bros, huh? She's from the same area, big dogs. Really? I believe so. Let's call these guys up right now. Let's do a DNA test. Let's just reunite you guys, man. Be like, <laughs> just start crying on the podcast. It'd just be beautiful. Oh, my God. I imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, that's cool, though. Um, maybe you should figure that out. You should hit him up and just see what's up. But let's talk about this, okay? Expectations for next season. What do you got? What are your expectations for Bobo? You put me on the hot seat asking if they're a top four or top five team. I said I, I could see them being that. What are your expectations for them? Do you see them being, like, legitimately that high, or do you feel like they're going to be a little bit lower? 
man. I mean, it's it's so tough to say. I mean, it's almost like the thing, like, you know, they're bringing back some of their key guys. I mean, they are losing some people that are very essential to the operation. But, I mean, you bring back Antone and, you know, you bring back, um, you know, the other Antone, I should just say. <laughs> but you do lose Bozo. Um, I don't know. For me, I'm a little, what's the word? Um... I'm a little, um, I don't even know. Uh, okay, if I'm just, maybe, am I just a villain? But I do think they're like a top five team for sure in the 1A. But do I think they'll make it as far as they did this season? No. I would agree with you. Unless think- Unless these kids make a massive jump, I do not see them, you know, getting to that point again. I mean, it's tough to get to that point. Absolutely. They do have a fair shot, though. And so, I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree with you. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say top five in the 1A next year. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it all depends on how these younger guys kind of step up into this role. You know what I mean? Because they do lose a lot for just being completely honest. Sure. Yeah, I just, I really love, if you've watched Bobo play, you know what I'm talking about. They just have that it factor of winning. Uh, I do want to say this, too. We did pick the region winner wrong in this region. Um, we picked St. David to win, and Babo ended up winning out this region. So, I mean, they were one of our, I think, three regions that we were wrong because Babo ended up getting first, St. David got second. So we uh, we picked St. David. That was incorrect. But you got to love it, man. I mean, the first time Babo plays St. David, they lose, and then they beat them in the tournament, and then they beat them in the actual playoffs, which is super fun, man. It's it's really good. And I really did feel like they were just outmatched by North Valley. I thought North Valley was just better than them from top to bottom. And, I mean, there wasn't much that they could do about it. They didn't shoot great, but North Valley played great defense on them too. So, yeah. Well, no, that's fair. I 100% agree with you. Um, North Valley played a, well, a great game. So, I mean, you can't knock it for playing a great game, right? You can't, man. Okay, do you got anything else you want to say before we get out of here, or uh, is that good with Bobo? I think that's pretty good with Bobo, I think, honestly. Um, we I know they don't have their new schedule out yet. As soon as these teams get their new schedules out, I think we're going to kind of go over that and jump on it pretty early just so we can kind of go over who who you know, who has a strength of schedule and this and that. Sure. So I think that'd be really fun. But, you know, maybe next year, hopefully, if Anton has a great year, you know, we'll possibly see him in the – Arizona Small Ball Senior Showcase. Oh, yeah, that'll be sweet, man. That's cool. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We appreciate all your support. Do not forget about April the 15th, that Senior Showcase. It's at Florence. There's going to be some great high-level players there, some dunk contests going down, some three-point competitions. It's going to be a ton of fun, and we'll catch you guys next week.